back to a little bit deep. Yes, Sophie. And Eden. And thank you for joining us. This week we are talking about something that I forget. <laughs> Great stuff. Anyway. I oh, know it was, it was. Um, no, we're talking about careers. Yeah, careers yeah. And, and life and jobs and uni. And, anyway, yeah, it stuff. has been a hot minute if you can't tell since we've recorded just because. Mm. You know, life happens. Yeah, we have lives. Um, we Hello. have lives. And need I say more? Yeah, literally. Um, but we are very happy to be back and are excited for what is to come. So let's start <laughs> off with Avro Seven Thorn. Yep. You go first. I go first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's been a few weeks. So I'm going to summarize. Sophie loves this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's been a while, guys. So I just want to fill you in, okay? <laughs> um, so my rose was visiting my mom. I went down for a couple of weeks to see my family down at Central Coast, New South Wales. And it was just exactly what I needed to get out of Brisbane and just reset. You know, I feel like whenever you get out of your rhythm and routine of life, it just gives you some perspective and just resets yourself. So it was really, really good and exactly what I needed. So that's my rose. Um, And it was also just great seeing my family, being around my little brother, etc. My stem is... Okay, so with that, my STEM right now is accepting the uncertainty of life. So right now I'm kind of just having to accept this phase of not being where I want to be, but knowing that something's on the horizon and that it's coming. So I guess that's my STEM because it's quite a emotionally taxing thing to just sit and not be entirely happy but it's temporary and just riding out that wave especially with the life changes I have had recently it's just actually sitting with my emotions and dealing with the internal stuff that you usually push down when you're just like busy so I think that is my stem is just feeling that and processing it because even though it does feel really hard right now I know it's a blessing in disguise and that later in life I'm going to be grateful for this season. So I'm just like, that's my stem is that just growing in that and sitting in that, the uncertainty, the awkwardness. And yeah, I feel like if you're in a similar situation, we can ride through it together because it's hard. (laughs) Um, But that's my stem. Yeah. And then my thorn this week is the peer pressures surrounding alcohol. Don't get me wrong. I love to have fun. I am so here for a good time, but I feel like there's not, not that they, people mean to do it, but it's just like the cultural thing of like, oh, why aren't you drinking? Whenever I just say to people, no, I'm not having a drink. It's like weird. And people just don't know how to accept that. Mm. And it makes me feel like I'm in an awkward position. Like I have to explain myself when I just am trying to do the right thing for myself right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really hard. It's a hard thing. Because they don't mean to be no. like pushy at all, but no. that's just the culture. Yeah. It's a cultural yeah. thing. Yeah. So I think that was my thorn because it was just hard because I was like, I don't want to have to explain And they myself. want you, they want, like people want other people to have fun. Yeah. So they think that if they encourage you or whatever yeah I know it, it, it is a hard one it's yeah so that's my thorn because I think that's it's kind of a stem as well I guess but yeah anyway what about yeah. you Eden what's going on in your life um me my rose is my life <laughs> it's just been a weird year so I'm just really enjoying spending time with friends um spending time with my boyfriend yeah living a normal life like my normal life and I'm just enjoying and just embracing what I have like it's good just having some gratitude Gratitude. and things like that yeah Yeah, exactly okay my stem is uh organizing your family Christmas so every year obviously like 
different things change certain circumstances change each year some family get along other family don't people who are here there's people who are away every year's yeah. different especially like and this is coming from a divorced like parent like yeah. your parents aren't yeah. together it's a whole thing so every year is different and just figuring out the recipe of what to do yeah especially is, if they live in different places yeah like, it's just stressful oh and then if you go to one you feel like you're letting the other parent down it's just it's just hard yeah and to even like it. you know you, your other relatives and a whole thing and and uh, funny enough like I made a TikTok about it just like a silly one uh we'll share some of the like best yeah. comments but there was one who like they went to six Christmases in like one day oh, I like, couldn't imagine anything worse how? no really? I how? couldn't imagine it no I, I just wouldn't it stresses me that I have to go to three that's Three's a lot that's stressing me out I mean I usually max I have family in different locations well, you divorced usually parents, go somewhere hey. I had a boyfriend like for the past three years so yeah, I've I've had two max though, but that's because I like choose different families each year. Yeah, but I know that's not the case for a lot of people. Well, we're just my family's still figuring it out. I yeah. think it's just like it is learning curves for stressful. everyone involved. Like I feel for my parents as well because they have to navigate it. We all have to navigate yeah. it. But um, yeah, we thought it'd be funny to share like some of the craziest stuff that was commented. Yeah. Christmas is hectic as it is, right? Yeah. But if you have a divorced parents and even more divorced family, oh my God, like it gets even more hectic. So one funny thing that a girl commented, she was like, the way my car turns into Santa's fucking sleigh. (laughs) (laughs) Just going around like trying to transport everywhere. Oh, that's so funny. Um, And I'm not looking forward to this, getting ready for a Christmas breakfast, Christmas lunch, and Christmas dinner. I'll be in a coma from so much food. Oh, my God. Like, that, it's actually true because you go and you feel rude of being like, Yeah, well, oh, everyone prepares all this food. Yeah. And then you go in and you have your, oh, my God, I couldn't imagine. And then you literally, all you do is sit and eat. And then you've got to get up and go sit and That's eat. That's what I did last year. I only went to two oh, last year. that sounds terrible. But I, um. And the pressure to, like, eat and Yeah, socialize. and you, like, just have a pick at some food and you're <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you just have to eat minimal. Uh, and then another one I had was uh, being sarc- – I'm like he's being sarcastic. Simple. Grandma's Christmas Eve, mum's house for breakfast, sister's house for lunch, dad's house for evening, boyfriend's house for dinner. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Sounds so easy. Yeah. Oh, so funny. I've got a couple that I thought were funny too. One guy just said, Death's pick where I feel like being and then let them all be haters. Yeah. Which is like the goal. But also you feel – in saying that – you do want to go see everyone. It's just so hard to go yeah. see everyone. No, exactly. Well, there was another comment that said, well, we only like one side of the family. Hope this helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, another one that says, I swear to God, it's so stressful. And my boyfriend just says, I don't care where we go. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and it's always like who who's inviting who, who's actually coming. Yeah. You know. Are the problem makers going to be? there yeah. like like it's this just, year for oh. me I'm like oh, I don't think I can make my boyfriend's Christmas like 
work as in I don't think I'll be able to go to his mm, so what are you doing this year I haven't figured you it haven't out. figured it out no nah. and I want to see my boyfriend's family but I just think I might have to not do yeah. that this year see I have my parents live in two different states and usually I do one year on one year off but we've it's kind of over the years gotten mixed up which years which um yeah. and because there's all extended family as well on either side so I've mucked it up and accidentally gone to the wrong I've committed to the wrong family Christmas this year so, so. yeah I know but well, I bought flights and everything because it's yeah. obviously a different state so and also yeah. they probably organized it first right well they did yeah. so it's just always and obviously like you don't want to because you want to be there you love them but it's just it's hard it's just yeah. stressful like, you, you can't win that was that's my stem because it was like relatable it's actually my thorn as well to be honest but yeah we get it guys Christmas and all the holidays things are not easy at the end of the day like you just got to do what is best for your mental health and if that is like letting one side down or just having a friend Christmas I know so many people who do that who are like not close like in proximity to their actual relatives they yeah. just go to their friend's house or have a friend miss well obviously like in the future you know we're all still very young but like we'd like to have our own partners and do our own thing and invite you know yeah. whoever we deem to well our family our our own own family so i guess like you know there probably will still be drama but like that's the goal still because then it's just less stressful and you can just host it at your house yeah you just do what you want with your family and then any extra people are like either invited or like an exception yeah Yeah. that's just a bonus cool love it Okay, so today we will be speaking about all things to do with career. I guess this episode is mostly for people who are either study, still studying or maybe are not content in their current roles or are wanting to switch it up. Maybe you're looking at a new career option. Maybe you have studied and you're looking for your first job. I think we should just start off saying kind of like where we're at. Yeah, and what we studied as well, like what we're actually doing, because I don't think we've really talked about that. No, I touched on it um, in my solo episode, and this does kind of relate to that. If you want to dive into it a bit more, go listen to that one. It's called... Yeah, it was a good episode finishing uni feeling or taking that next step or something like that yeah so I graduated and went straight into uni doing a creative industries degree I started Mm -hmm. it and I was like what the heck like this is kind of weird I don't really know where this is going essentially it didn't give me it didn't make me feel like I'm gonna graduate and go and do something good Hmm. so I dropped out at the end of the year I did a year and then I went into graphic design I wanted something more practical so I went and did a cert four in graphic design when I finished that I went and got a design job and worked as a junior designer and I was like yeah this is good uh, but I want more this isn't me it's not me just designing stuff and doing the design process I wanted a bit more well, didn't know that I wanted more as in it's not enough. It just wasn't suited to it my just personality wasn't for you. fully. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went, decided to go back to uni and I went and did a business degree majoring in marketing. I do recommend doing business. I think it's great. But I think it's great just for like the foundation. In terms of mm. uh, practical skills, it's not like essential. 
but I did learn great business and marketing foundations and kind of like the processes behind things, especially like doing accounting and intro to law and things like that. You just kind of learn different areas a little bit. Yeah, well, maybe you didn't know exactly what you wanted to do when you started studying, but you knew that that was the avenue and that was how your mind worked and you you had interest in it. I mean, it gives you credibility, right? Like you knew yeah, that you exactly. wanted to work in that industry, whatever you ended up doing, you knew you wanted to have that knowledge and that skill set. So regardless of where you ended up, it was going to be valuable to you. Yeah, exactly. Great. Yeah. And that that's exactly why I decided to go back to uni. I just wanted that credibility and to be able to position myself well in market. Um. Yeah. So I guess with my story, Mine is a little all over the place. So I moved into state straight after school. My parents had just gotten a divorce. It was just a weird time. Looking back, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, I was really lost. I didn't know anybody in Sydney. So look, it was kind of a hard, it was a really hard time. Um, I was actually enrolled in um, international studies and something. Like I don't even remember what it was. And I remember going to the orientation week and just feeling so overwhelmed because obviously at the time of my life it was pretty crazy and I was like I can't go straight into study I don't even know if this is the right thing for me I don't know what I want to do um and my mum was like super supportive and she was like yeah look you've had a bit on like let's just take some time to think about it so I ended up not pursuing that degree so did you drop out straight away like did you just defer I didn't even start I didn't even start. So I think I got a letter of offer and I went to O-Week. So I deferred that. I then found a music course that I wanted to try and do. It was like a really renowned course. Um, I think it was a one year long, which I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the music side of it. I learned a lot. It was like creative. Halfway through it, I ended up having to move out of my mum's place and I couldn't actually afford to keep going with that course because it was private and I had to fund it, you know, straight straight up. So I was working to pay it off as I was studying. Um, and so I had to move out. Obviously, living in Sydney is super expensive as a full-time student and I was like, no, can't do it. So I ended up not completing that. And straight after that, I was like, well, what do I want to study? What do I want to do? So at that stage, I decided my one passion in life was music. It was the one thing that I had always stuck with, that I loved, that I had interest in, that I was passionate about. So I went to find a a music degree. I ended up signing up to Macquarie University, um, which offered Bachelor of Arts. I was going to major in music. And I did six months, I did one semester of that before realizing, well, this is not music because I was doing a Bachelor of Arts and I was doing ancient history and all this stuff. And I was like, I want to go to a college that is practical, that I'm actually learning my art and skill like straight away. Like I want to be immersed in music. I don't want to be doing something that I'm not here to study. So I left that and I went to look at a more creative pathway of studies. At the time, I was also in social circles of designers and photographers. And a lot of these people had gone to this college called Billy Blue, which is based in Sydney. They've got a few campuses around Australia. Um, And it was very renowned, had very good name. 
and I decided, you know what, I don't know if music is something I want to pursue for my career. It's been something that I enjoy, but I don't know if it's a career thing. I think I'm going to go down a creative pathway that I see more opportunity in. So I decided to do a degree in communication design at Billy Blue uh, College, which is a private college, but you can cover it with hex. Then I started doing that. And throughout that degree, I can't even remember timelines. It feels like such a blur at this stage, but it's been a bit of a hard ride for me, if I'm being honest, because I feel like now when being a bit older and coming back to myself, it's probably not the degree for me. I have felt like, you know, it's it's not actually a passion of mine. It's not an interest of mine. And um, it's not something I can see myself doing long term. So it has been quite mentally challenging to get through it. I also had COVID halfway through. I mean, not had COVID. We COVID yeah. happened. In COVID happened. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And a half years into my degree, I moved into state again. Um, I had to live out of home this whole time. There's just been all of this stuff that has just been crazy. It's been really hard if I'm not going to lie, even aside from my life circumstances, because I just don't really see the value in it for me. And it is something that I've given so much of my life to so much time, so much money, so much energy that I owe it to myself to complete it, but I'm still completing it. You're almost done. I have one subject left at the start of next year and then I'm finished. But basically that's my story. But yeah. The reason we wanted to just share both our journeys to our degrees uh, to get them, I guess, is because everyone's story is different and studying is a big decision and it doesn't look the same for everyone and you Mm. can change and pivot to find what suits you best and also you might you know make a mistake but it's not a mistake because getting your degree is a great thing Soph and I both do believe it is good but it also isn't for everyone so we want to just like share our stories and kind of talk through our journeys because we know that it's not easy to navigate and you know you see a friend who decided to study physio and they just did their four degree four year three year degree and now they're a physio and they're earning decent money or whatever they're on a stable Mm. wage and it just seems so simple for them right or you know we could go on all the different careers so it is confusing and it's a journey to finding your passion like I haven't found mine yet I know what I'm I know my strengths I know my weaknesses and you learn those things through studying You do. And I think you also learn them through your first job in the industry, which we'll get into as well. Yeah. So I guess we could talk about our first jobs. So my first job full time was in an agency and it was interesting. I learned a lot and I enjoyed it, but I just was bored with my surroundings. Uh, It wasn't stimulating enough in terms of the people around and like I wanted, I wanted a few things in my job, not just like working and marketing. Example, like culture and the company and all those things. And then as I spoke about in my solo episode, my jump to go move into state and all that. So then I just decided to move to Melbourne and get the job that I'm in at the moment, which is at a media agency. And 
it's been really good. I work for a good company with a good with good clients and I've worked with really great people. Yeah, I can see you've really enjoyed that job. Yeah, but now mm. I'm in search of something more because mm. I'm like, okay, how am I going to earn more money? How am I going to grow as a leader, as a employee? Where am I heading? What's my passion? How will I help people even? I don't know. Like, what what am I after? So I'm in like a weird phase. And it's interesting you say that because I think as you get older and when you're young, you're just trying to figure out what you actually want to do and what direction you want to take. And there's all this pressure around it. But then when you actually start working, that's when you're like, I kind of want more meaning or this doesn't actually suit my lifestyle. There's going to be elements that you realize of the job maybe you don't like. And I think that coming to terms with that is another whole stage of life. It's kind of awkward and it's a bit unsettling as well because I think when you are young you want the best for yourself and you want try to set yourself up for success and when you end up there and you maybe don't like it and maybe it's not what you expected it can be a really hard stage of life and I think that's what we wanted to talk about too. Yeah because it is a learn as you go and for people who do get it right and do love what they do or maybe they're better at suppressing that side where you're like you're better some people are better at accepting the reality of their circumstances yeah yeah and their circumstances and and they the pros outweigh the cons etc but for some people they're like oh the itch is too itchy and they need to go try something else and I guess identifying that is just depending on your values and your personality as well it's also about not putting pressure on yourself because Even, for example, a really popular one would be people who study sports science. I know I have a lot of people in my life that I know that went and studied something along those lines. And there's so many different careers you can do from that as well. And it's like, well, you've got to get your foot in the door at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, you can't cherry, you can't cherry pick unless you have a million contacts of like all these awesome people who own all these great companies. Which and not many people do. <laughs> no one That's does. Like yeah. not many people do. Then, you know, you do have to just get your foot in the door and then you can kind of learn along the way and unfortunately you have to be patient because you know you can't just you can job jump job jump yeah you can job jump obviously but like yeah but you don't want to do it it's not enjoyable applying for jobs and it's it's not enjoyable feeling like discontent from your job like you want to enjoy what you do every day so it is a patient thing But you also have to go easy on yourself because it takes time. Yeah, I mean, even just the kind of lifestyle it offers. Like there's so many aspects that you can change that are in your control that can make the exact same job or career more enjoyable. And um, if, if maybe you are feeling like, yeah, I'm close, I enjoy it, but it's just something's off. There's so many other options and I think just exploring that yeah thinking about what will make like are you an introverted person will working from home three days a week make your life so much better yeah you know yeah things like that or are you an extroverted person and you have to work from home all the time you know things like that really make a difference and it sounds so simple but it does lead to a better every day then you can actually enjoy your life and where you work 
in your career that you're pursuing. But even me, like I went and studied design, like I loved studying it, it was amazing, but I didn't love being a designer. But now even in my life, I design every week, essentially as a side Mm -hmm. hustle. I do contract work with an e-commerce client, just earning money on the side, just because I got that skill. Like, so you can always use what you learn along the way in your life somehow. It just finds its way to kind of help you and set you apart in some way, or you can use it to your benefit. Mm. And I think like starting a side hustle, I don't really see it as a full side hustle I guess it is though, but (laughs) yeah, I mean, you do it every week. So yeah, I do. It is a side hustle, isn't it? Yeah. But you, it's such a good skill because it feeds your creative side and that's something you know about yourself that you love, but you're also self-aware enough to know that you don't love like doing it all the time and you like finding more enjoyment out of it and keeping it as a side hustle. It's not like you want to be a full-time designer. So I I think it also complements the career that you went after as well. So it's like, it, it kind of works in conjunction with what you actually do want as a career path. And I don't think side hustles 100%. always have to be like that. But what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is that you've chosen quite strategically um, what you wanted to upskill in and it's working in your favor. And that's because you know yourself well and you paid attention to your values and who you are as a person and your personality. So I think that knowing those things is always, always, always going to like reward you long term and that's kind of where I'm at now is that I'm reassessing my career path and your 20s are here to learn about yourself and I don't think they're mistakes because they're just like yeah like it's just what it's all the journey and everyone's is different that's even why like we started the podcast we we just wanted something else to do with our time We, we have to do it on the side of our everyday lives and try and fit it in but we we work towards something. It's rewarding for us. We both mm-hmm. have a passion for it and we both enjoy it. So mm. it feeds positively into our life. Who knows how the podcast will help out, possibly help our lives one day. We don't know. So, you know, we all we do know right now is that it aligns with us and that we enjoy it and it tests us in ways that helps us grow. Yeah, definitely. And I think that it it is about finding that deeper sense of meaning as well. I think um, there's actually this thing called Ikigai. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So um, it's a concept I learned at uni. Ikigai. Ikigai. So it's spelled, it's a Japanese term and it's spelled I-K-I-G-A-I. And what it means is your life's purpose. Basically they break it down. So I'll actually get a diagram up so I explain it properly. So it's broken down into four segments. It's four big circles that kind of interlock with each other. The first circle is what you love. The second circle is what the world needs. The third circle is what you can be paid for. And the fourth circle is what you are good at. Oh, I've seen this. So each circle intertwines, right? So for example, what you're good at and what you can be paid for is your profession. Then what you're good at and what you love is your passion. What you love and what the world needs is your mission and what the world needs and what you can be paid for is a vocation. But the goal is to intertwine all of these things and that is your ikigai. Or at least three would be nice. 
<laughs> well, yeah, but the idea is that especially if you are a spiritual person and you have a deeper sense of meaning and you believe you're here for a reason, you know, like or or, yeah, or even if you don't sure. and you just you want to make a difference and you want to feel fulfilled in what you do, which I believe all of us do as human yep. beings. Yeah, I don't know. There are a few little helpful tools to kind of help brainstorm if you are feeling a bit lost and a bit stuck in what you're doing. But I do think that identifying those things is really helpful. Yeah, for sure. But also I think that it's important to note that life has seasons and there are certain seasons that you're going to have to go through and it's okay to sit through those and and not be 100% content. Like we're not always going to be 100% where we want to be. Obviously that's life. You wouldn't want to have that. So just sitting in the season and accepting that, hey, it's actually okay that this is where I'm at. I'm doing a great job and I'm figuring out and I'm along the way. So, yeah, I think that's really important. And also, sorry, there's fireworks going off in the background of my house. If you can hear those, I apologize. That's all we have time for today, guys. If you want to hear more of career stuff, I mean, we kind of just brushed over a lot of different things today but thank you so much and don't forget to follow and rate us bye